0: of Jungle Jim. The adventures of Jungle Jim broadcast weekly over this station are dramatized from the full color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement, distributed free each week with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Last week when we left Jungle Jim, he had narrowly escaped losing his head at the hands of the fierce tribe of Pagoon headhunters. It was only his fearless, quick thinking and persistence that saved him. But he insisted that the old chief send word to Karnak that he, Jungle Jim, was being held captive and that Karnak would want to see him. Convinced that his captive might be of importance, the chief ordered his warriors to tie up Jungle Jim and Kolo and keep a strict guard over the prisoners. Then, turning to Jungle Jim...
1: I send fast runner, tell great Karnak I capture you Jungle Jim, I wait his order. Runner, leave daybreak. Take message to great white father. Carlo Barbara, Geneta Delmar.
2: Hey, don't want me. Well, Carlo, we're safe for a while. It must take at least a day for that messenger to go to Carnac's hideout. How you know, Tuan? Well, this is how I figure it. It had been a short distance, a few miles, say. The runner could have made it before dark today. There's still four good hours before darkness. This bad country travel at night. Right. So the chief wanted to be sure the runner would get there before dark. So it's more than four hours journey even for a fast runner.
1: Yes, Twan. And if it be
2: long journey? And the old chief wanted his best runner to get a long night's rest. Start in the cool dawn and cover most of the ground before the sun gets too hot. With the heat of noon and early afternoon, the runner will slow down and get there before sundown. Get it?
1: Kolo understand, Twan. If it take one day to go, take one day come back. Make two days we have.
2: That's it, Colo. But I hope it won't take two days for us to get the news.
1: What you mean, Tuan?
2: Oh, no, never mind that for a minute. Look, Colo, if I move around with my back toward you, can you reach the ropes that are tying my hands? See if you can touch them with your teeth. Wait, Tuan, I try. <clears throat>
1: can you make it? <clears> Hi, <throat> uh, Tuan Yes,
2: Tuan, I reach them. All right, fine. Sit up now, in case anyone comes in and sees us. Yes, you, Twan. What do you want me to do, Twan? We'll wait until shortly after midnight. Then I want you to get busy. See if you can't untie those knots with your teeth. If not, see if you can't gnaw your way through these grass ropes I'm tied up with. Hmm. These ropes
1: will be made from strong vines, Twan. Take a long time, chew. Well, do
2: you think you can do it, Colu?
1: Begin soon after dark. I keep try. You keep watch. Kolo
2: think he do. Okay, Kolo. You try hard. We've got to free ourselves before that messenger leaves for Karnak's headquarters.
0: And that night, when the quiet of sleep had descended upon the village, the faithful Kolo began his task of freeing Jungle Jim. Patiently and tirelessly, Kolo worked while Jungle Jim kept a watchful eye on the door of the hut, where outside
2: the natives stood guard. How's it coming, Kolu? You better rest a while now. Mm-hmm. Don't tie yourself out. Because we mm-hmm. need every ounce of strength to make our getaway once we get free. <clears throat> Nearly be finished, Twan. Just a little more. You'll be able to pull arms and we'll break ropes. <clears throat> Good. to look at the light outside. The moon is well up in the sky. That'll give us plenty of light to see where we're going. Mm. Yeah, but it might also work against us. Some of those natives are awake and catch sight of us. Try now, Twan. See if you break rope now. All right. <laughs> it's giving a little cold. But uh, I can't snap it. Oh, boy, that's as strong as steel. I'd try some more, Twan. Good. Well, must be well after midnight now, Colo. Oh, I hope we get clear before that messenger leaves. I only hope those guards stay out of here for a little while longer. No, think they come in now. <coughs> Pull again, Twan. Maybe this time rope we'll breaks. All right, Colo. Those ropes are cutting into my arms pretty deeply. It, its coming, Colo. <coughs> there, it snapped. Oh gosh, that feels good. Wait a minute. we like rub some circulation in My arms and hands. There. Oh, gosh, that's swell. There.
1: Now I'll untie you. What we do about guards outside house, Twan.
2: Both wake. I see shadows keep moving up and down outside. Oh, wait a minute now. Let me untie those knots and get you loose. Then I'll tell you how we get those natives. Must be quick blow, Twan. If guards shout, old village wake up. I know that now. Wait a minute, I get these knots. When I certainly tie them. There now, Kolo. Pull your arms out of those ropes. I've untied the knots. Kolo, all right, now, one. Feel much better. Right, good. Now listen, Colo. Watch those guards. See? They meet in front of the door. Then turn with their backs to us and march up and down in front of the hut. Yes, I see, Twan. All right. Let's move up to the door. Stand in the shadow where they can't see us. Then when they come together outside the door, grab them by the throat tightly so they can't yell. Then crack their heads together with all the strength you've got. Good.
1: Call or do, Twan, Jim. Call already. I take one on
2: this side. All right, fine. Come on out. Yeah, they've walked away. I'll be ready when they come back. We're cold. Boy, they're pulled out like a light. I'll hey. drag them in here with us. Come on. I think we crack heads open. <laughs> All right, come on. That's on. Fine, just put them here. Here. here wait till I tear their shirt. And we'll gag them first. Huh? That's it. More, Kwan? Yeah. yeah. What a part of in their mouth. Yeah. And use the strip to tie them up with. And, boy, tie it as tight as you can. Yes, Higuan. <laughs> that, Kwan, will <clears throat> not be able to even move... Mouth a little bit. Yeah, that's it. Good. Now, now tie their arms behind their backs. Here, here are these ropes. You help, Twine. Yep. Fix them good. All right, I got his hands there. Tie feet right then. They no stand up. Yes, yeah, that's a good idea, Cole. And if they do come to, they won't be able to move. Well, fix now, Twine. Yeah. Now, tear the sleeves out of my bush jacket and yours and tie them together. Then the belts and I'll rip the backs up. We've got to make a rope long enough to throw up on the high walls outside and pull ourselves over. Yes, Twan. That's it. Yeah. Here's another one. All right. I tie knots oh. tight. Oh, be no, sure those knots your tie a hole, Colo. Yeah. Now listen. Make the rope as long as you can. This plenty strong cloth, Twan. Make good rope hold on. Oh, gosh. I, I hope it's going to be long enough, Colo. That's about a 12-foot wall out there. Mm. This be good? yeah. You ready? Yes, ready, Tuan. Okay, fine. Let's go. And try to keep us close to the back of the huts. No noise now. Come on. Well, here goes, Colo. Once we're over this wall, most of our troubles are over for a while, anyway. Say, look. Stand against the wall. And I'll stand on your shoulders. Yeah. And throw this loop over the pointed top of one of those logs in the wall. Let me stand here. All right, fine. I'll get up. All That's right, Tuan. Steady now, Colo. There, it's that. I'll pull myself up. Only a few feet at the top. You follow, and I'll give you a hand up from the top.
0: Quickly, Jim and Colo hoist themselves over the high stockade and drop safely down on the other side. And with the sleeping village behind them, Jim smiles and grips his faithful servant, Kolo, by the hand. No word is spoken, for each man knows what is in the other's heart. Now let us see what is happening to Shanghai Lil, flying high above the Pacific in the powerful seaplane piloted by the merciless Karnak
3: the Killer. How are you enjoying the trip, Mr. Brill? Are you quite comfortable?
4: Quite, thank you quite a nice seaplane you have, and I might add, you're quite
3: a pilot. Thank you, Mr. Brill. There is something that will interest you. Look down over there on the horizon. See that little black craft out there? Uh-huh. What is it? A United States Navy destroyer. Isn't it too bad those gallant sailors down there don't know of your predicament up here? (laughs) Think how nice it would be to have the Navy come to your rescue. Oh, I don't know.
4: I'm really enjoying this little adventure. And I'd like to see it through, the finish.
3: Your finish, Mr. Brill?
4: Or yours. (laughs) Preferably yours.
3: Perhaps it may be the finish for both of us when I show you where we're going to land. Look down now. You see that little spot of dark green down there?
4: Yes, a tiny island.
3: It's tiny now, but wait till we drop a few thousand feet.
4: Phew, we certainly dropped then.
3: Notice how much larger the island appears now?
4: Mm-hmm, and this, I take it, is your headquarters?
3: Certainly not. Merely an operating base. Look now, and you will notice a small lake, hardly visible from high altitudes, because the color of the lake itself almost blends into the color of the dense foliage surrounding it. Wait. We'll use more altitude. Now, now you can see the water much more plainly.
4: Why, it's a very small lake. Don't tell me you're going to attempt a landing there.
3: Why not? Didn't you say a little while ago you admired my skill as a pilot?
4: Yes, but no pilot in the world would risk a landing on a place like that. There's no approach. The trees grow right to the water's edge. Why, it would be suicide to try to cut in over the trees to land there.
3: It's been done before several times, Mr. Brill. I'll admit it's risky and requires a steady nerve and a great deal of skill. But its value as a hidden base offsets the risk.
4: Well, I've traveled all over the Orient with skilled pilots, but I've never seen anyone try such a foolhardy stunt as this.
3: Don't tell me the celebrated lily de Rill has lost her nerve. Well, just close your eyes, my dear. Take a deep breath and relax. By that time, we'll be safe on the surface of that lake. Blaster! Blaster, eh? look! Look, boat on lake in middle. What's here? So it is. What stupid fool left that boat tied up out there, right in the path of my landing? See no one in boat, Master. Confound those stupid fools.
4: I don't profess to be a pilot, but if we try to land and strike that, we'll all be lost.
3: I'll bank the plane and come in from the other side. Maybe we'll attract someone's attention so they'll have time to move the boat. Boat not tied, Master. Drip to shore a little way. You're right, so it is. I'm going to take a chance now. I think we can clear it. Better close your eyes, Mr. Vril. Say a little prayer.
0: As the powerful seaplane bearing Shanghai Lil and her captors, Karnak the Killer and Koa made a safe landing. What is happening to Jungle Jim and the faithful Kolu who are now heading out into the open country? What will happen when the village awakes at dawn to find their precious captives gone? Will Jungle Jim and Kolu follow the chief's runner to Karnak's headquarters and discover Shanghai Lil? There are thrills galore in the next episode in the adventures of Jungle Jim. And remember, you can follow the adventures of Jungle Jim in the full-color action pictures which appear in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement containing the best full-color adventure and comic pictures. Follow your favorites Jiggs and Maggie, Barney Google, The Cats and Yammer Kid, The Little King, plus the exciting adventures of Flash Gordon and Jungle Jim. All these and many others are to be found in the full-color action pictures in the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. More thrilling radio adventures of Jungle Jim will be heard at the same time next week over this same station. Be sure to tune in.